What starting pitchers are the Cubs targeting? Find out next. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Best way to support the show is by listening every day on your preferred audio platform and by liking and commenting below on YouTube. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you you. on all things Cubs. Today's Thursday episode or Friday Eve episode is presented by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Starting pitching is one of the Cubs' multiple needs this offseason. And on this episode, we're going to attempt to figure out and discuss what the Cubs could do on the mound over the next couple of months as many as nine pitching candidates internally right now on the north side they go a little something like this Steele, Hendricks, Tyone, Smiley, Assad, Wicks, Wisniewski, Horton, and Brown but they're going to be looking for some pitching Sam. Yeah and I I had a little tweet today or or Wednesday and you know you and I had a little conversation back and forth and, and look if it were up to me, and this is, I'm, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts and I want everybody to listen. Cause you know, sometimes I say stuff and I don't realize what I'm saying. Like, for example, I tweeted this thing out today and realized that I needed to preface my tweet by saying, assuming the Cubs add X and Y. So before I say anything, look, I want, and I've been preaching on this show for a while, the Cubs need to add more stuff to their staff. They need more bat missers. They need more swing and miss guys. However, I am in a bubble of realism, okay? And I understand, and I know this is going to upset you, and, and, you know, I can already see on your face you're you're getting ready to to move mountains and all that (laughs) that stuff. But it's just not realistic for the Cubs to be in on Otani or Soto, and they're not going to land the two biggest fish out there with Otani and Yamamoto. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that if the Cubs add Shohei Otani or a, a, a Juan Soto type and they re-sign Cody Bellinger, would you? Well, what's with all the caveats? Well, I'll tell you. Would you be okay with that sacrificing that they don't get one of the big fishes in the starting pitching market, but they add a couple guys like a a Michael Waka and a Kyle Gibson? So Waka, Gibson, Otani, Bellinger, is that enough for you? I, I said it. Wait, let me finish, Matthew. Please, please, please. I've said all offseason long, and by that I mean basically four weeks, that the Cubs need to add one of the following. Otani, Soto, Alonzo, or Yamamoto. To add one pitcher and one hitter, that'd be great in an ideal world. But that, when you're talking about four or five hundred million dollars more and more if it's Otani, I just don't know if it's realistic. And the last point I'll make before I send it to you is that as much as I do want a, a stud arm, when you look at the playoffs nowadays, 
the Diamondbacks, the Rangers. Yes, Gallon's a stud, but he wasn't that good in the postseason. Most of these guys, most of these guys, they're only going five, six innings anyway. Is depth just as important at this point? That's all yeah. I'm saying. I- I'll leave it up to you. Well, depth is important, and certainly the the bullpen plays a role in that. And I, but I do think the Rangers and Diamondbacks are a fair measuring stick. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. If you're placing all these caveats and we're going to move the goalposts every three seconds no. about adding offense, oh, uh, here we go. Then, then I I would agree with that. If we're if, if the Cubs are going to try to outbash everybody, no, outscore everybody, then fine. If they're going to invest in offense, then I would be okay with with what I would call like the tier three or tier fours. But they targeted tier three and tier four last offseason. No more diet soda. They have a need at the front of the rotation. They need someone who misses bats. They need someone who strikes hitters out, whether that's because of stuff, whether that's because of velo, or whether it's both. But you need someone, and if it's not tier one, it's got to be tier two. But just tier three and T4 is not going to cut it this time. You already did that. You already have that. Matt, you're not listening to me. I agree with you. I'm just saying it has to be one or the other. So my point is this. If they add a bunch of bats, would you be okay with tier three, tier four? If they don't add a bunch of bats, then they better for darn sure add a tier one and a tier two. I'm just saying, and this is a a question you could comment in, and is there a world where they could add both? I just don't think so. So the point I'm trying to make is because there's so much buzz with Otani, if they go Otani and re-sign Bellinger, they're not going to have that many assets left. You're going to have to settle for a tier three, tier four. I, fine, that's, all I'm that's to fine. Say. So that's, that's all I'm fine. saying. But given that question, okay. But in general, yes. In general, Kyle Gibson ain't going to cut it. No, if they Michael Lorenzen ain't going to cut it. Lance Lynn and his. Ain't going to cut it. Yeah, don't go there, dude. Maeda, Manaya, Miley, Paxton. I have all the names. I've done my homework. I don't want to see Wade Miley in a Cubs uniform again. And I agree with you. I agree with you. Lucas Giolito. Well, no, no. I would phrase it like this. If they don't trade for Soto and they don't get Otani, they better go get a big-time arm. Otherwise, it's a failure. Yeah, pretty much. Can we he, say he, that or no? I don't think Bellinger and Alonzo plus a couple diet sodas would be a failure. Okay, okay. But, but, right. right. I, I also wouldn't be, and, and you got to get a superstar for this thing to be a smashing success. If you get a superstar on the offensive side, you could sacrifice a little pitching. If yeah, I, I, I agree with that. If you can't get a superstar on the offensive side, you better go get Yamamoto. Correct. Or, or, or Nola or, or Nola or Snell or and, and to a or lesser Montgomery extent. or Gray yeah. or Glass now. Yeah, but I don't think Montgomery's a superstar, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. uh, you know, okay, he's well, good. Yeah, well, Gr- well, Gray and Glass now aren't that either. No, and well, Glass now has superstar but ceiling. They're tier one, tier two. Glass now has superstar ceiling, but he the and injuries. you can get you can get him by Thanksgiving, Sam, if you want to. 
one yeah. year at 25 M's, you can get glass now for what was Nesky and Triantos Brown and Triantos. Right. You can no, get I, him in the next seven it, days if you want. The question with glass now is very simple. You know, can he throw 170 innings and then a postseason? Right. Um, look, I, I'll I, be honest. I, I, I want Corbin Burns. I have my offseason already picked out. Really? I want it to be Otani or Soto. I'm fine with either. Resign Bellinger. But, but that comes with a caveat too, right? You want Soto to be extended. No, he has to be. Okay. One of those two gentlemen, or as you would say, brothers, <laughs> re-sign Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Sign Hoskins. Oh, I like that. And then, yeah. and then go out and get Make a couple of diet sodas to round out the rotation. Right, if you want to get Kyle Gibson and Kenta Maeda at that point, be my guest. Well, no, no. I'd still need a, a better – I'd still need like a Waka. Okay. Like a Waka. I, listen, How I'm about fine. Jack Flaherty. No. I need I need I need guys that are gonna pick. <laughs> my <laughs> my rotation, as weak as this sounds, all right, if let's it's, hear it. If it's steel, uh Hendricks, Waka, uh Gibson and Tyone, if that's wow. the rot if that's the rotation with, with Horton coming up on deck and maybe a Wicks, if that's the rotation and I add Otani, re-sign Bellinger, and sign Hoskins, then you can give me that rotation. That's true. Because that team's going to score a lot. See, and I personally don't think there's a reality where you get both Otani and Bellinger. I think it'd be right. Otani and Hoskins. Well, then if it's Otani and Hoskins. Or Otani and Alonzo. Well, then they have to add another arm. Oh, okay. oh no, well, Otani and Alonzo is different. That's yeah. fine. That's okay. fine. No, no, no. That's okay. I'm okay with it. But yeah, I think Bellinger is going to be touching 170 plus. I I just I just think that I'm just trying to set expectations because I know how our show is going to go. Right? They sign Otani. We do a huge Otani show. Everyone goes. Oh, we're going to do three shows, man. Where's the pitching? Where's the pitching? They they trade for Soto, extend him. Where's the pitching? Where's the pitching? If they don't if they don't if they don't get those guys and they go out and get Nola, it's gonna be where's the offense? Where's the bat? So it's like I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah. I'm just letting you guys know that there are other teams. That's a good point. There are other teams, other teams that, right. that that want to get these guys and want their services. We're not yeah. gonna have a team that's perfectly complete and gorgeous. That's not how it works. So True. you're gonna have some holes, and I'm just saying, if you get Otani and Bellinger, wow, I, I'm not, and then maybe even another filler. I'm not gonna whine that they didn't get Yamamoto. No, I, absolutely not. I'm realistic. That's all I'm yeah, saying. That's that's totally fair. Well, where's the bullpen? Where's the defense? Where's this? Where's that? <laughs> you know, I, I know. But well, I, I think a superstar does change that. I, if it were up to me, we'd get Otani, Soto, Yamamoto, Nola, Snell. Yeah, uh, we just break the bank. Koufax. I don't, I don't want Snell. Koufax, Gibson, Musial, Mantle, Mays. We get Bonds. them all. Yeah, but but that's not realistic. So I try right, on this right. show to be realistic, and I oftentimes get yelled at for it. Let's move on, dude. <laughs> Coming up next. Where's the half? Where's the middle release for the first time on his podcast? Who's our fifth starter? About the Craig Council hire. Let's share a little bit about what that brother had to say <laughs> next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. 
Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You've been thinking about joining FanDuel? There's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. It was uh, the news broke early Wednesday morning that quarterback Justin Fields will be returning to the gridiron for the Bears this Sunday, in which the line for the game uh, moved basically none at all, as (laughs) the Bears are still nine point underdogs against the Detroit Lions. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. Ian Happ, Cubs gold glove left fielder, Sam, two-time winner, made comments on his podcast, The Compound. On It was the episode released on Wednesday. He said the managerial move was out of the blue. And he's never been more shocked by news more in his career. Said he had a ton of respect for counsel. He's impressed the way he manages the bullpen and the moves he makes. And he's excited to get going with him. He also has spoken with counsel already on the phone and uh, compared the move from Ross to, to counsel, uh, saying the Cubs aren't afraid to change managers and compared it to the Renneria Madden situation uh interesting to get some some comments from hap uh nico horner was on 670 the score on tuesday as well and said he's really excited um and so we're starting to hear from from players and uh while that initial shock like the rest of the world is is in place it seems clear to me that at the end of the day the players get it and they're excited to to be managed by this new person yeah, and I don't really care what the players have to say. Like, wow. I, I, no, I mean, in all seriousness, their job's to play. It's not like they hired like a, like if council had like a bad rap or something, it would be one right. thing. Like this is a, everyone knows, nobody knows better than Ian Happ what type of manager Craig Council is. He's played probably 60 games against them at this point or right, you know, right. something like that. So, you know, Ian Happ's job is to do it, do what Craig Council tells him to do. If that's hit leadoff, hit leadoff. His job is to to get more power in his game, to be a more consistent clutch hitter and, and perform. You know whether he likes the hire or not. That's that that that, that he, he makes twenty million dollars a year. The hire's fine. Um, right. You know, I'm I'm glad that he, I'm glad that he's in support of it. And if he wasn't, fine. Um, Horner. You know if, the the one thing about the Cubs is that. You know, and obviously I don't know these guys personally, but from afar, they all seem like great guys. Like, you know, Ian Happ seems like a guy I would I would have a yeah, drink he's very with. Chill. Nico Horner seems like just a regular guy. I mean, I follow Nico Horner on Instagram. If I didn't know who he was, I'd be like, that's just one of my friends. Like, he just seems like right. a regular guy. Steel. Uh, Swanson, Steel, Gomes. These guys are all Talkman. seem like just good, yeah, just good, regular dudes that if you and I were hanging out, we saw them and we said they had a show, we had a show, they'd be like, oh, that's cool, man. You know, they're just, they're cool guys. They're not going to be a problem. Um, mm. This is, and that's one of the things I never understood with Ross. Like he has a good culture. It's an easy group to have a good culture with. They're, they're not, they're not bad guys. So that's true. Um, I, I, th- I think, you know, it's great. 
congrats to Hap on having support for the decision. And, you know, he can cash his checks. I'd like to see him figure out a way to hit more home runs to the opposite field. He used to be the best at that from lefty. I'd like him to play pepper with that left center field basket all season long in 2024. That home run number should be in the upper 20s to low 30s. And that's what he wow. should be focusing on this offseason. Not his podcast, not coffee. I want to see him hit the ball over the fence a lot. I mean, I'm half kidding. It's part of the bit, but seriously. Yeah, it's part of the program. We entertain people. So. Um, You know, and, and Nico Horner, I'd like to see him take a couple more walks and, and maybe find the seats a little bit more himself. I'd like to see right. him either, like I said on this show, either hit 15 home runs or hit 300. Can't do neither of them. Right. No, and that's those are all good qualifiers, all all very fair qualifiers. And also in council news on Wednesday, Sam, on the heels of Pat Murphy succeeding uh, his former uh, player at Notre Dame, Pat Murphy, the bench coach for council with the Brewers, has been named Brewers manager. Yep. And on the heels of that, zero of the Brewers coaching staff is going to head down uh, to Wrigley Field with the Cubs. So we'll see if Hadovy and Kelly and Napoli and uh, Green and, and the rest of the staff, who stays and who goes. Uh, hopefully we get that before the end of the month. Yeah, and, and we heard Council and his presser say it's, he's going to take his time with that take stuff. Take his time, right. You know, how many times did Council in his press conference use the phrase, get it right? Like, Yeah, like, it's a methodical man. I'm going to, I'm going to take my time because it's really important to get it right. And then, and it really, you know, one of the, my favorite parts of it is when he was talking to Hoyer and he's like, you know, we've got some decisions to, you know, to make. And, you know, what you do is you get little decisions right over and over again. You stack them. You want to know what another word for that that. is? Yeah. You want to know what another word for that is? Say it with me at home. Three, two, Two, one. Margins. (laughs) You win on the margins, you know. Hey, we're gonna you see that guy off waivers? Let's claim, let's claim that guy off waivers. I see something with his with his cutter that we could do really well. And I think we could turn him into a solid seventh inning guy with a lead. Done. That'd be little, huge. little things like that. So you change. believe like I do that council's gonna have a say in personnel. Decisions. There is momentum happening here. Especially the lower personnel decisions. Okay. Council's gonna have a say in the personnel decisions where the common fan goes, ah. Look at this casual. What? What is? Who cares? And that guy's going to be getting base hits in October for you. Those type. Yeah. Of I don't think Council's going to have much say. Like you know, time. I mean, it's obvious. You know, those right. type of moves. But the ones where Jed will say, "Hey, there's a third baseman in Oakland that we really like. Think we can come off the bench." Oh yeah, yeah. You know, little stuff like that. That's where Council's going to have his fingerprints all over this campaign. Well, I'm excited for the Cubs to finally make some transactions. I shouldn't say finally. No, we're just we'll getting going with that season, but well, it's not even Thanksgiving. So. When they make small moves like that this winter, we're going to dig into those because that oh. I think that's a clue that Council had to say. I would say almost I'll be overreacting to them. That's fine. It's part yeah. of the fun of the offseason. And the Illini play Iowa this Saturday at uh, Kinnick Stadium. And I believe you said before recording, Iowa was a field goal uh, favorite. Three points. Last time I checked, I, I believe so, which seems a little bit low. Well, Iowa's offense is the most anemic in the country. And Cooper, uh, Cooper DeGene is out for the year, the uh, All-American cornerback. So, All right, let's uh, talk about the pitch clock. Absolutely. So the pitch clock, we, <laughs> uh, we talk about some unnecessary proposed changes. Coming up next. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today covers the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Search Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. MLB is proposing a change to the pitch clock rules. It was reported on Wednesday that the time with the bases empty would remain at 15 seconds uh, moving forward, while the time with bases occupied would decrease from 20 seconds to 18, which, Sam, seems unnecessary. Yeah, and I don't really care about that. So I'm going to read a tweet. Um uh, that I just want to talk about this. This is if, if this doesn't summer if this doesn't summarize where we're at as a fan base. This is from Michael Cerami, uh from Bleacher Nation. They do a nice job over there. When, when was this? This was eight minutes ago. Just popped up on my screen. Oh, is this breaking news? No, it's not breaking news. Dang at all. it! Um, but I just I, I just think that this is exactly kind of what I've been trying to say for four weeks. The Cubs farm system. Oh my gosh! Thanks. Is so incredibly stacked right now. Dot, dot, dot. Right. Right when they get the best manager in baseball. Dot, dot, dot. Right when they need to start selling free agents on the future. Dot, dot, dot. Right before a all caps heavy expected trade season. Period. Awesome. Period. If that doesn't summarize everything, this organization, as the great Craig Council said, is in the healthiest position it could be. It's got assets on the farm. It's got trade assets. It's got money. It's got the right manager. The time is now. Wow, it's fantastic. So who cares that they, uh, well, I don't know. Great. So they have less time with the bases. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, dude. All right. Well, I appreciate you reading that. Shout out to Michael Cerami. And I just retweeted it. And uh, the fine folks over there at Bleacher Nation, I've been reading them for years. And uh, I would like to have Brett or Michael on, perhaps, on this program. I would love to. I'd love to have them on. Open Invitation's always open. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be a fan right now. I think about the Cubs – Throughout the day, uh, frequently. And are you? Uh, can and, and you? Can I, you blame me? And I don't mean to put you on the spot at Good all. Good business here. as well. Are you going to be on Friday show? I would or, like to be. Yeah. Or is that TBD? Okay, because some. No, people, I would like to be. Because people, I'd like, like to talk about the non-tender candidates: Wisdom, Madrigal, Hoyer, Roberts. Wait, who? Cody Hoyer, Ethan Roberts. Oh, oh, oh! I forgot about him. Yeah. How is he? Is, is he healthy or no? He's still hurt, isn't he? Yeah, he threw yeah, out his elbow yeah, this yeah. year. So some of the arbitration dudes. Well, you that love that just, stuff. That could just be cut. You're an expert at that. I think they should keep wisdom, but I think he might be cut. Who? Well, perhaps, let, let, let me perhaps a small trade, or we could t- or we can get back to fantasy baseball and talk about a Corbin no. Burns. Is he a Cubs trade target? Well, no. Let me marinate. Let, let there that is marinate. momentum happening here. Let that marinate a twenty for twenty four hours on the wisdom thing. I mean, I, I'm kind of done with wisdom. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, he would be a bench bat. Yeah, and and well, and you is know he what? A power threat off the bench. He's only making eight hundred. No, and, and and to be fair, I'd actually like to see him with counsel because I think he'd be used very correctly. 
Right. And I, I don't really have a strong conviction about that, but sure. <laughs> and so, you know, that's basically the show. And I, I'm sorry. I was a little too goofy today. Thank you so much. Oh, I don't apologize. I Thank know. you so much for checking out this edition of Locked On Cubs. Boy, college basketball is boring. Huh? You give us 20. <laughs> Illinois looked really You give bad. us 20 to 30 minutes. No and offense. we'll give you all things Cubs with a laugh or two along the way. Be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm as we make the push to 7,000 subs. Also, shout out to the audio peeps where we are in your ears. Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs. Yeah. <laughs>